Welcome to Direct Line with Greg Taylor and Stephanie Spangler. Direct Line, religious topics without preaching. Mixing politics and religion and not shying away from controversy. You're not going to find all your answers, but you will always find an opinion. This is Direct Line. And now your hosts, Greg Taylor and Stephanie Spangler. Well, good morning. Welcome to Direct Line. It's Thursday, August 5. It's GLS Day. Ah, Are you excited? Here. I am excited. It's such a big event at our church. And You're the host. I, you are too. I was going to say, I got hosts. to jump in and be a host. Yeah. So, um, yeah, what a great opportunity we have right here in Vermilion County mm-hmm. to bring the Global Leadership Summit 2021 to the area. And I know it's starting in 30 minutes, but mm-hmm. it's not too late to come on out. get a, You can buy a ticket today. That's right. And be a part of it. What do we have, about 350 people that are I coming think, today? I think a little bit over 350. Yeah. So I think it's going to be a great time. Awesome. Really, really excited about it. But we are blessed to be with you today on Direct Line. We've got a great show planned. We're going to hear from one of our teammates here at Second Church. Tobin Hess, yeah, the youngin, the youngin, the baby. We're also going to hear from a couple ladies that are connected with the Women's Care Clinic. Bethany Hager has been with us many times. Absolutely, Casey Moore is going to be with us as well. Hmm. And Steph, there's a really cool opportunity unfolding right now to bring a mobile medical unit. Mm to our county that would allow the services of the Women's Care Clinic to literally go mobile. And we're going to learn about that and how people can help make that a reality. Mm -hmm. I think that's a huge difference maker Mm -hmm. potentially. But I want to start today talking about last Sunday, August 1 in Maine Auditorium. We talked Olympics. You did. We looked at, you know, go for the gold and told the stories of Eric Little from Mm -hmm. 100 years ago and from uh, Derek Redmond from a couple mm-hmm. decades ago and looked at Hebrews 12 and this idea of um, you know running the race with perseverance and fixing your eyes on Jesus and not giving up. And I got to tell you, it might be the message and the service I've heard the most mm. feedback from in the two years I've served at really? Second Church. Yeah, it was very impactful. It was impactful to me. I appreciated you doing it. It just, the way you tied in the current events and, you know, um, over the years of Olympic history, but tied it into Hebrews was really good. Well, I I just yeah. I, to me, I never you never really know what is going to connect, <laughs> right. what is not going right. to connect, and right. how does it play out. But it seemed like the Olympics. Mm-hmm. I, I told you last week I thought maybe the Olympics were fading a little bit, mm-hmm. and the TV ratings mm-hmm. are out early on, and they're saying it's going to be the least mm-hmm. viewed Olympics mm-hmm. in decades. Mm-hmm. But boy, Second Church at least it seemed to really strike a note with I people. Think so. so good anyway. job, and good great job. job on your part ending the service with turn your eyes upon Jesus. Talk a little bit about that. Well, I had heard through social media that back in the day when the, you know, before the church moved out here, where, I don't even know where they were. Are they on right. Bowman? Downtown, I don't even, Bowman, yeah. yeah. That that's how they always closed out every service. Same song. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. And yeah. I thought, you know, I'll give some of those older ones a flashback. And I had multiple people <laughs> reach out to me privately and they shared about the sermon, but they also said it brought tears to their eyes Ending the service with turn your well, eyes upon it, Jesus. I, I don't do that. So it brings tears to people's right. eyes, but because that's what you're talking about, right. keeping your eyes fixed right. on Jesus. But I so. think for them, it was a, right. a, um, a reminder sure. of days gone by. And, sure. you know, we should never try to live in the past, but I do think there are positive aspects of remembering our past Absolutely. and celebrating all Absolutely. that all that God has done. So, hey, Sunday night, you did a really cool thing here. We had a party. We had a party <laughs> where you celebrated and thanked. How many different people serve in worship or tech ministry between the, the main auditorium and Next Gen, would you guess? What's that? 
I would number. say probably it's close to 50 or 60. Between I mean, that's crazy when venues. you think about it. Yeah. It takes that many people. There's that many people involved. It's a good thing. Oh, it's a great thing. But um, like now, I'm not a fan of The Office. Okay. I've seen like two I don't know if we can be episodes. friends still. I know. I hear that from a lot of people. But <laughs> you had people just eating it up. And uh, <laughs> Tegan Goodwin. I don't even know what character he Tegan dressed up like. came as, really, as Jim, who was dressed up as Dwight. So. Okay, okay. Ultimately, it was Dwight Schrute, but yes. Tegan made my day. Yeah, seeing and I that, mean, spit an image. Kid, you know? spitting image. Yeah, yeah. You, you got that middle part rolling, yeah. you know? Yeah, so it was good. Is anybody doing the middle part today? I mean, is that happening anywhere? Do you know? Uh, not Do on purpose, I don't yeah. think. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> Not on purpose. I love it. Anyway, well done. I thought it was a blast. I thought uh, just a good time. We had donuts as we left. I mean, it was just a really cool evening. Yeah, Zeke's Eats, the donuts was there. But I'll tell you what I loved. You know, we're two venues, and oftentimes we don't get to work together between right. the venues. And so it was good for us to be together. And what I came away with was we need to be together more. We're yes. not going to work together unless right. we are together. I and agree. so um, you really have to work at that when there's like a, a, a a natural separation and you have to work to bring us together. So I, I was really pleased with the amount of people from both venues that showed up. It was good. It was it, fun. And it's a reminder to me, we can't say thank you enough right. to the people that serve. I you mean, give up so much time do. and their spouses and yeah. their kids give up a lot of time for them to be involved in that ministry because it really does take a lot of time when you're involved on a Sunday, you're in, for three services and a rehearsal and yep. a midweek rehearsal. So yeah. I'd say that's a lesson. You know, if you're a church leader and you have people that faithfully serve, you can't ever thank them enough. Even it's if it doesn't stuff. go well, like right. my pretzel bar did not go well, but people were like, well, I mean, you still ah. got the chocolate on the pretzel. We got the chocolate on the pretzel. It didn't not look the way as pretty as it maybe didn't, you But were I don't hoping. think they cared right. so much. It right. was just the thought that. Yeah. We, we were recognizing them, so it was we good do stuff. appreciate them. Good yeah. stuff. Hey, we couldn't do direct line without our awesome sponsors. Mm, right. Who are we saying thank you to? Of course, we're thankful to Don and Deanna Witzel with McDonald's, Chris and Daisha Robinson with Robinson Chiropractic, the Darby family with Sunset Funeral Home, the team at Hans Tankwash, Dean and Gina Crandall with Morgan Stanley, and Bill and Mary Lou Knight with Lakewood Insurance. Okay, so current events. We've kind of um, talked about Governor Andrew Cuomo and uh, mm -hmm. his trouble. Did you hear the news that broke this week? I read something that didn't look so yeah. good. Independent um, investigation uh -huh. took place, uh -huh. and they released the findings, and it came out that 11 women have credible tales of sexual harassment at the governor's. Are they going to ignore it, or are they well, going to do something about it? Well, it's interesting. The governor had a press conference on Tuesday, and he basically said it's not true. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm innocent. So they're um, just going to let go, you think? Well, I don't think so. You're hearing mm -hmm. uh, the president came out and hmm. said the governor should uh, mm -hmm. resign, and hmm. many Democrats, he's a, he is a Democrat, many Democrats have come out, as well as many mm -hmm. Republicans, mm -hmm. and said he should resign or be impeached. Mm -hmm. But um, I guess the reminder for me is we we just we need to make sure we're wise all the time mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. and what you maybe did 20 years ago you better be really wise in 2021 i'll give you an example several years ago i i had a couple in mount pulaski where my kids went to school ask if i would do a wedding mm -hmm. for for their daughter and i said absolutely and i knew him but i didn't know him well mm -hmm. necessarily and back in that day i was a big hugger i mean i mm -hmm. i hugged everybody it was okay. just kind of how I rolled in a lot of ways. And I remember when the wedding was over and I was getting ready to leave and I went up and I gave the bride a hug and I gave the groom a hug mm -hmm. and I went to um, the bride's sister who I knew fairly well, but not super well. Mm -hmm. And I gave her a hug and the look in her eyes hmm. was this look like, 
um, man, you have crossed a really? bound. Yeah, it, and it really, huh. it really pushed me back. I've went out of my way to try to make sure that has never mm-hmm. been something that mm-hmm. someone could make right. an accusation about. And it really changed me at that point. It mm-hmm. just reminded me, even though I think it's perfectly fine mm-hmm. to, to to be able to thank someone with a hug. Mm-hmm. We live in a different age, you know. And now I don't want to minimize what the governor is being accused of. I mean, some sure. of this stuff is probably not just awful. a hug, right? Yeah. It's pretty awful stuff. But I just think for all of us, just be really wise, you mm-hmm. know. Be mm-hmm. really wise. Mm-hmm. Hey, one other thing that's happened in the world of current events: my Chicago Cubs are killing me. Are they? They traded away most oh, of their I've best players. What's Anth- up with that? Anthony Rizzo's Rizzo? a New York Yankee. Javi Baez is a New York Met. What happened? Chris Bryant, San Francisco Giant. Why? Craig Kimbrell huh? to the White Sox. Well, they <laughs> lost 9, 10 games. Okay. And they fell out of the race, and they decided now is the time huh. for a fire sale. So it's killing me. A fresh me. start. It, well, you could call it a fresh start, or you could call it a whole bunch of losses are coming. So, so are you still going to be a Cubs fan? Are you a Cubs fan because oh, of the Cubs, no. or are you a Cubs fan because of the players? Stephanie, I've endured losing year <laughs> after losing year after losing year. I think I'm a Cub fan for life. Yeah. I will tell you, I have really found myself, when I want to watch baseball, watching the Chicago White Sox more and more. Well, because they, we have a little connection here connection. at Second Church with the White Sox. We so. do, but I'll tell you, they're a fun team, good yeah? team. Huh. and. But, um, yeah, it's just disconcerting because um, the Cubs won the World Series five years ago, yeah. 2016, right. and it was projected that this core was going to lead them to this dominant status for years to come. Well, five years later, they're all basically all gone. There's a couple mm. left, but wow. for the most part, it's, it's all gone. But, mm-hmm. again, it's not eternal. It's not. Life's going to go on. That's right, e- even if I'm heartbroken. <laughs> hey, last thing before we go to break and get Bethany and Casey in studio this Sunday is going to be a really cool Sunday at Second Can't Church. Talk about it. Sunday. Talk about Sunday. Well, at the Global Leadership uh, tomorrow on Friday, um, we're going to see a documentary produced by our church about the building block program at the Danville Correctional Center and the the impact that it's had on the inmates there. And it was started, basically birthed out of Global Leadership Summit that was at the prison by one of the inmates, Ronaldo Hudson, who uh, had this vision of a you know a mentoring program, peer, I think peer-to-peer mentoring right. program within the prison. And it has been so successful. It has you know gone statewide, really, with all the wardens of all the prisons. And um, Ronaldo is going to be at our church yes. on Sunday in all three of our services. We're combining our services. So um, we'll all be together for 8, 9, 20, and 10, 45. And so if you want to hear a story of true transformation, you know, that Jesus has done in someone's life, the story of redemption, we would invite you to come uh, Sunday, 8, 9, 20, or 10, 45, and, and hear Ronaldo speak live with us. And I want to be really clear. I would never want someone to leave their church, but I think the right. way our services are spaced, you could probably come at 8 and yeah. still get to yours. Absolutely. Or go to yours mm-hmm. and come at ten forty-five, mm-hmm. and it's going to be a special, special Sunday. Yeah. I can't wait. For I can't it. wait either. So good yeah. stuff. Well, hey, let's go to break. When we come back, it's Bethany Hager and Casey Moore from the Women's Care Clinic. You're listening to Direct Line. It's Thursday, August fifth. We'll be right back after this. You know, it's easy to make promises. The hard thing is keeping them. Sunset promises to carry your load at a most difficult time. To the communities they serve, they promise to be there for your children, your churches, and your organizations. Sunset promises to help our veterans. They will support them with the same level of commitment these veterans had as soldiers defending our freedom. I'm Judy Fraser, and if you're looking for a family that keeps their promises, I would suggest you make just one phone call. Sunset Funeral Homes and Cremation Centers. Lakewood Insurance Agency can fulfill your farm and business insurance needs. 
As a result of our expertise in the insurance industry, we carefully examine your current coverages and recommend options best for your operation. Whether we insure you domestically or directly with Lloyds of London, Lakewood has the experience to provide the best insurance for you. Service is most important in our agency. Bill and Mary Lou Knight and Justin Silver have your best interests at heart. Find Lakewood Insurance Agency on Facebook or call 217-260-5647. You want to be confident that your investments are working for you. Wouldn't it be nice to know that you don't have to go far for the guidance to help make that happen? Dean Crandall works right here in Danville at Morgan Stanley's local office. As your financial advisor, Dean can help create a wealth plan and help you manage your investments. And he can help you work towards a comfortable retirement too. To make an appointment with Dean Crandall, call 217-477-0025. Morgan Stanley Smith Marty LLC. Member SIPC. Robinson Chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care. Robinson Chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion. Plus, regular alignments just make you feel better. Come get acquainted today. Robinson Chiropractic is located at the corner of Vermillion and Poland Road in Danville, also in Hoopston, Westville, and Watsika. Make an appointment today at robchiro.com. That's R-O-B-C-H-I-R-O.com. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. Greg Taylor and Stephanie Spangler. It is Thursday, August 5th, and we are blessed right now to have in studio from the Women's Care Clinic, Bethany Hager and Casey Moore. Bethany, mm-hmm. I mean, you, you're here all the time. You, yeah. You're just a regular... Uh, <laughs> you need an office here. That's you right. Have, can I have headphones with my name you could, on them? Yeah. That'd be nice. You know, you're really good when they give you these little things you stick in your ear that you can't get to stay in. I don't know what they're called, but... That's when you've really like arrived. Them. But um, anyway, <laughs> that's what it is. But thank you for being back. But we're blessed to have with us for the first time, Casey Moore. Casey, welcome. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, well, I am from Vermilion County, the northern part, Hoopston. Yeah. Um, corn jerker, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm a corn jerker. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I went into medical imaging about, well, 1990. Okay. And worked in the clinical world, um, mostly in ultrasound. Okay. And... Um, Went on to teach at DAC for nine years. Okay. And, uh, well, probably 11 years, I think, anyway. Uh-huh. Um, and then left DAC to pursue other things. Uh-huh. Um, but I have always been, uh, well, first of all, ultrasound is my passion. Yeah. Um, I love everything about it. Um, it's just really been my niche. OB-GYNE has been my niche. Okay. Um, but on top of that, I have always been a, you know, pro-lifer, yeah. life affirmation. And uh, once I got settled into teaching, because I'd never taught before, um, I needed a couple of years to get myself, you know, acclimated. Mm-hmm. But once I got to the point where I could handle my teaching, I felt like I needed to get back into ultrasound. And I, I didn't know anything about women's care clinic. Mm-hmm. And one day one of the students mentioned it and it, and I looked That's into cool. it. Yeah. Um, and I thought this is a perfect way mm-hmm. for me mm-hmm. to combine yeah. both loves. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I volunteered uh, probably nine or 10 years oh, wow. and That's then an time. opportunity to actually come on as an employee uh, presented itself and so it was a no-brainer and and my schedule at the at my other business and um and doing other things was so crazy up until about the point that 
Bethany asked me if I could do some training. And all of a sudden, Hmm. my schedule cleared. I had two employees that that they were college students. Right. And their schedules, their school schedules, schedules cleared and just coincided with mine. It was just... That's great. Parting of the Red Sea. Yes, exactly. (laughs) So that's how I got to be um, at Women's Care Clinic. And you've been there on staff. Uh, January of 2020, I believe, but as a volunteer since probably 2009 or 10, 11. You've seen a lot. Yeah. 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 Well, one of the things that I've really been convicted of, um, I've been pro-life my whole life. I've been passionate in terms of preaching and teaching about it, but just learning how impacting the sonogram, the ultrasound really is, Mm -hmm. and the difference that it makes. The story of Bernard Nathanson, you know, one of our nation's, um, I guess you'd say, greatest abortionist, became a pro-life force because of the ultrasound. Mm -hmm. You know, it changed the doctor in a lot of ways. Um, Do you see that happening here where people's perspectives are changing when they see? Absolutely. So we have some repeat um, clients that come back and they kind of know what to expect, but there is a large number of first timers. And when they see the movement, you know, even if they're just little wiggles, um, they see the heartbeat for sure. And they can make out form. Right. they're really surprised. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And so the reason I wanted you guys here this week mm-hmm. is because we are entering into a fundraising pledge right now to try to raise money for a mobile medical unit. So I don't yeah. know which one of you want to talk about it. What is it? But then also, what are we trying to accomplish? Mm-hmm. What do you think? You want me to start out? Yeah. So mobile medical unit. So it's basically taking the ultrasound machine and the pregnancy medical services that we can offer in our building on Bowman Avenue, but putting them on wheels right. and taking them out to the community. One of the things we've run into is we have this great, awesome new building. It's so beautiful. It's wonderful. But there are women in Vermilion County and there are women out in Iroquois County and even parts of Champaign County that can't get to us in our building. No transportation. It's an issue. Or for whatever reason, there might be some kind of block that keeps them from wanting to come into the building. And so it really started to work on our hearts as a team. And I took it to the board and it just seemed like God was leading this way where, um, and somebody said it recently, when God needed to reach his people, he went to them. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to go to these women, reach them where they are, take the medical services to them. And I'm so thankful for Casey stepping up and kind of leading that group that is now going to raise the money for the vehicle. They've got some great ideas. So uh, if you want to talk a little about that and how we're um, working toward getting this vehicle in the area and on the road. Sure. Um, So we have one major event that we're trying to plan and we have some committee members that members, excuse me, that are uh, taking the reins on that. And it's going to be a, um, a Christian concert um, in March of next Mm -hmm. year. Um, so that will be probably our large event. And then we're also planning, um, uh, since September 25th is our walk of life, we're, yeah. we're kind of planning some piggyback yeah. or some events mm-hmm. and, and uh, music and worship and, and so forth And um, on that day, since yeah. everybody will be at Lincoln Park mm-hmm. and we can make it just a, a whole day event. Um, we're going to have some food trucks there. Yeah. Hopefully some other little things, yep. but just, yeah. you know, it's gonna be just a good day. Yeah, a great fellowship day. and gathering and, and awareness and mm-hmm. education. So. I see a note here that says something about 
Little Caesars and Culver's and yes. I, I know that language. That's so good stuff, that? by the way, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. What's yeah. That? yeah. So if people like food and yeah. they want to help moms and babies, then yeah. we've got the perfect recipe for them. So right now, there's a Little Caesars fundraiser going. People yeah. can hop online, like to my social media or Casey's and some other people. And there's a link to go order a Little Caesars pizza kit, and yeah. then part of those proceeds. So you get the pizza. Yeah. Part of the proceeds okay. come to help ministries. To and help we will us. share that. We'll yep. share that on the Facebook perfect. page. Yeah. And then Culver's is doing a share night for us. Uh, Monocles is doing a community nice. couple community nights for us. And just the partners in the local area helping yeah. us out. More to, to come. Right. On the road. Yeah, That's absolutely. Right. Well, I think it's great. I mean, this is not, um, you know, like my Volkswagen Passat, though. I mean, this <laughs> mm-hmm. is it's a $250,000 endeavor. And one of the things that I've been tasked with, along with Pastor uh, Ryan Harris and Pastor Dave Anderson, is we're trying to ramp up fundraising on the church level. And so I'm throwing this out. If you're listening to Direct Line and, you know, you love life and you're connected as a church, we would love to have the opportunity to tell the story of, what difference this uh, mm-hmm. this tool, it really is a tool, is going to make and be able to take the services that we're so passionate about literally um, other places here in Danville, right. but all throughout the county. That's right. I think it's going to be absolutely huge. Yeah, we love coming and talking about it and just sharing the vision with people. And so. Casey, thank you for being the, you're the chair, is that right? I think so. Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations. She's doing a great job. Yeah. Usually when you ask for a chair, usually it just it's crickets. It's just silence. <laughs> you know, nobody's talking. But thank you for doing that. Thank you. That's wonderful. Yeah. Hey, Bethany, um, I don't know if you saw this article that I'm linking right now, but there was an op-ed in, of all places, USA Today. Yeah, I Robbie did George, professor at Princeton, and Ryan T. Anderson, Christian author. And I'll just read the headline mm-hmm. here. Roe versus Wade was a loud decision the supreme court should take the opportunity to overturn it amen and you've Hallelujah. been singing that song mm-hmm. as long as i've known you yes um i gotta tell you i'm surprised that usa today printed that that they would run it every yeah. once in a while they do get a little fair and balanced hmm. so it's good to see that coming out again anything from <laughs> that jump out at you that maybe you just say man i love that mm-hmm. or just the overall premise of it i mean there's a case coming next term right yep. from mississippi from I mississippi think. and mm-hmm. and that's really what they're asking for they're saying we want you to overturn roe versus wade that's right what's being requested um how are you feeling in august 2021 about this i love this case coming up and out of this article one of the great lines was behind the verbal smokescreen of roe the substantive judgment on which it rests is nowhere to be found yeah. and really in, even in 1973 as soon as roe came out people were rushing to try to to shore it up because right. they knew it was shaky they knew it was bad the thing about this mississippi case and why it's important not just to protect life in the but really all of our lives is because it's asking the Supreme Court to recognize a very basic principle that in this country, we don't make laws out of thin air. We make laws with a very specific process based on fundamental principles that protect freedom and that go through a process. And so you have to recognize that in the in the life issue, protecting life of the unborn. But you also have to recognize it in a time of emergency or pandemic when health yeah. Departments want to come out and say this is the way. Yeah. We still have a process right. for making laws, and we need to follow it. And just a reminder: if Roe versus Wade is overturned, that doesn't mean abortion is going to be illegal in all fifty states. I think that's the misnomer that a lot of people have. There's a couple ways it could yeah. go. If it just gets overturned and they just say it's bad law, you know, Roe is no more. Go back to the states. Then the states each get right. to decide. But if 
by some possibility, which Clarence Thomas has set the stage for, if they say we're overturning Roe and the fundamental right of life is in the Constitution, then you have a federal level precedent that says you must protect life in the womb. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Yep. Because I just assume the blue states are going to, which we live in a blue state here in mm -hmm. Illinois, right. are going to be, you know, radically pro-abortion, which they are right now. And the red states, which you live in a red state, Stephanie, mm -hmm. would be places that it's not. So it'll be interesting to see. W when do we think we'll know? Is it going to be like next summer probably? Yeah, it's usually, so they'll hear it, I think, this fall, and then they announce their decisions in the spring. So sometime around April, May, June is okay. when we'll get the decision so on this one. will we have access to those oral arguments or not, or is that private? I believe believe that they do broadcast them. I think you can get on the Supreme Court website okay. and listen in. I know they put them up after the fact, at least. Gotcha. So even if you can't hear them as they're going live, then very soon after you can hear them. So I'm going to put you on the spot here, but I think something that would be really cool is if we could get access to the oral arguments and try to figure out where's this going to go. That'd you know? be, that'd be is awesome. it fair to say we've never had a more pro-life Supreme Court or not? I think that's fair to say. However, don't some of the justices oh, surprise you and waffle back up. and yeah. forth? Yep. Yeah. So I know for sure that Justice Thomas is going to come out swinging. Yeah. We hope that Justice Amy Coney Barrett yeah. is going to help yeah. us on that one. Yeah. And then there's a couple others that we think we can count yeah. on, but some of them? surprises. Mm -hmm. well, more information to come on that. That's good stuff. Mm -hmm. Hey, I'm doing the spur of the moment, but we have a third lady visiting us <laughs> that's going to do something a little bit later. So you, she doesn't need the headphones, but roll that microphone over. Let's meet Emily Lawler. Hello. Emily, how are you doing today? I'm great. You how didn't you? know I was going to do it's this, okay. did you? It's okay. And so your husband, Chris, Pastor, yeah. I mean, he, he's a standby. He's been here right. how many and times? Several. But Emily, tell us what you do at the Women's Care Clinic. Well, I started out as a receptionist in 2017 and uh, moved my way up to executive assistant. And just as of this week, I am officially the director of operations. Awesome. Congratulations. Yes. Yeah. So someone to my right here trusted me enough to... Uh, yeah. Give me that title. Well, you'll do a great <laughs> job. Very good. Well, thank Absolutely. you. Thank you. Why are you passionate about the Women's Care Clinic? You know, um, it's very interesting, very similar to you. I've been pro-life yeah. my whole life. Yeah. Um, thought I was educated enough. Um, and then, you know, ministry changes, state changes, and found myself in a place where I saw it yeah. very, very real. Yeah. And I've been able to sit in a lot of ultrasound uh -huh. um, as a chaperone and just what we hear um it's life. Yeah. You can't you can't argue with that. Absolutely. And um you know more than anything these people are broken. Yeah. And it, it, the abortion is just a, a symptom of of something deeper going on. And so yeah. I'm passionate about people knowing Jesus. Yeah. And um I know that that abortion or any other brokenness that anyone feels or experiences in their life is a symptom yeah. of a hole in their heart. Oh yeah. And so um that's what drives me. Mm. And unashamedly. So, yeah. Well, thank you for all yeah, you do. Yeah, of course. I mean, the, the role of pastor's wife, um, I know it's always interesting. And, uh, always interesting. But um, yeah. appreciate you and all that you do. Yeah, That's now wonderful. I can tell Chris that I have been on air. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Absolutely. And we're actually going to record a commercial yep. a little bit later this yep. morning, and Absolutely. you'll hear that on yep. direct line. Thank you all. Hey, Bethany, before I get you all out of here, mm -hmm. walk for life. I, I've looked, I, what is it, six weeks, seven weeks away? I mean, yeah, it's kind of we're quick. getting close. Talk yeah. about walk for life. Walk for life, Saturday, September 25th, starts at 9. 
9 o'clock in Lincoln Park in Danville, something yeah. we do every year. And I now I get messages from people. There's one champion in particular starts January, February. Yes. Hey, is the walk happening? Right. When are the pledge yeah. forms going to be ready? Are we right. getting this going? And so the Walk for Life is a chance for people to come and have a good time in the park for one right. thing and just enjoy a nice fall morning. But we're also raising money along the way to help the operations of Women's Care Clinic to yeah. serve moms and babies and dads and, and provide all these services. Um, and so they can raise pledges ahead of time. They can sign up online with a fundraising page or ask yeah. us for a paper pledge form. And people can can earn a t-shirt and yeah. so i've got people that every year want to make sure they get that t-shirt mm -hmm. from the walk for life 150 dollars in gifts or pledges gets them the t-shirt awesome yep and then we just have a good time walking and and we make sure to tell people when you contribute in any way to the walk for life you're helping make things like those ultrasounds happen yeah. and get more of those stories of moms and dads celebrating and honoring life yeah um and so for somebody that maybe they don't want to do the pledges, mm -hmm. but they want to contribute, they, they can write a check, come out and walk. Is that right? They can they write sure a check can, for yep. 150 or 500 or $1,000, yes. whatever it may be. We're not going to turn it down. Yeah, that's, that's, right. Right. that's right. And it's a great day. I know I've been a part of two. Mm -hmm. One, it was kind of rainy. It was kind of misty. But I think this last year we had a pretty pretty nice day. I think I so. Correctly. We've had a couple times where it scared me with yeah. a storm hovering over, yeah. but it's never rained out a walk for life that I've been a part of. Yeah. So, And do we have we'll a goal kind of or is it just whatever comes in, comes in? How's I that think play? our goal this year is $70,000, okay. which we blew away that number last year. So I'm yeah. just trusting God that he's going to do great yeah. things again. And then money that comes in over that is going to help us uh, move forward on that mobile medical vehicle. That's so. great. So Casey, one more time, get you on here real quick. Um, if you were to make kind of a final plea to people that are out there about the project that we're rolling into, this mobile medical unit, what, what do you say to people about the blessing of bringing it to our community? Oh, my goodness. Um, I, I can't, ex you know, emphasize enough that yeah. there are women out there that can't make it to us. Right. And so we need to go to them for right. sure. This unit is fantastic. It's it's um, it's simple it's not yep. flashy it's efficient mm -hmm. it's just me speaking on the medical side it's right. it's it's great yeah. i mean mm -hmm. it, it will serve a great purpose that's great i'm so excited so bethany as we wrap mm -hmm. up people want to know about the women's care clinic where do they find that information yep they can call us 217-431-0987 they can find us online danvillewcc.org they can look for help ministries on facebook women's care clinic on facebook you can look for me on facebook if you want to okay. connect with us that way tours oh absolutely yeah, yes come see the new building yeah. yep generally friday afternoons for that are going to be good keep it quiet there for people to walk through yeah. that's awesome mm -hmm. bethany hager casey moore emily lawler from the women's care clinic thank you for all you do thank you <laughs> Yay. all right you're listening to direct line we'll be right back after this hi i'm linda darby and i'm part of the third generation of darby's to own sunset funeral home in memorial park since the 1960s our family has been proud to serve vermilion county by providing unmatched dedication and personalized service to families and i'm ross darby I'm part of the fourth generation in our family business. I want to introduce you to Hall of Fame plaques and signs. We promise to provide you with the same level of service at our sign shop that you've grown accustomed to at our funeral homes and cemetery. With a name like Hall of Fame, it's going to be great. 
You want to be confident that your investments are working for you. Wouldn't it be nice to know that you don't have to go far for the guidance to help make that happen? Dean Crandall works right here in Danville at Morgan Stanley's local office. As your financial advisor, Dean can help create a wealth plan and help you manage your investments. And he can help you work towards a comfortable retirement too. To make an appointment with Dean Crandall, call 217-477-0025. Morgan Stanley Smith Marty LLC. Member SIPC. Women's Care Clinic in Danville provides the love and support every woman deserves during pregnancy. The best news is all of our services are free. Free pregnancy tests, free ultrasounds for pregnancy confirmation, and even free consultations with medical professionals. And that's not all. We offer parenting education, mentoring for moms and dads, and help with adoption planning. We also work closely with many community agencies for all the support our families need. More than anything, Women's Care Clinic offers hope, compassion, and care to our clients of every age and background. We'd love to have you join us. To learn more, volunteer, or make a gift, visit danvillewcc.org or call 217-431-0987. Women's Care Clinic in Danville, changing lives one decision at a time. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Welcome back to Direct Line. This is Stephanie with Greg, and uh, we appreciate so much Bethany and Casey joining us this morning to talk about what's happening at the Women's Care Clinic. And we do hope that, you know, these conversations help spur people to uh, give and donate so this mobile um, clinic can become a reality for Vermilion County. I think this could be huge even beyond Vermilion County. Sure. And I think um, I'm a big believer in the WCC. I'm on the board. I I spent a lot of time with it. But I'm just excited what it's going to mean to a Georgetown, to a Hoopston, to a St. Joe, you know, and the impact it could make. And I know there's people listening that are passionate about life, and I just really hope uh, you'll think about rising up, you know, doing a special gift, and we'll see where it goes. Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, we're blessed to have one of our teammates. Yeah. Why don't you introduce teammate Tobin? Teammate Tobin. Tobin Hess, uh, he's our newest employee, I believe, joined us. When did you come on staff? I came on staff, I believe, in the early weeks of October of 2020. Okay, so after GLS. So this is your first GLS with us. This is my first GLS. What do you think so far? Uh, The amount of work this week? What do you think? It's very exciting and it's very crazy, but it's very good. So It's it's really rewarding, I'm sure, after today and you see it come to together and fruition after a whole day's session you'll you'll say yeah that was worth all the work because it really is so we're just so glad that you're here why don't you tell us most of the time you are behind the scenes you are um really employed in the technical side of things Mm -hmm. but you're also a great musician um tell us about your church background uh where you came from and how you ended up here okay uh so i grew up in danville uh both my parents are music teachers and uh, my dad actually ended up quitting teaching music to become a ordained pastor for the Church of the Nazarene. Okay. So I have grown up uh, Church of the Nazarene my whole life. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in a Church of the Nazarene until last year when mm-hmm. I 
ended up feeling led to come to Second Church. And uh, so I think I started coming to Second Church in August of last year. Which oh. we, we just reopened. I mean, I think yeah. we right. reopened yep. in August, right? I believe I was here the second or third week okay. that we were officially open. You reached out to me a couple times, and we yes. didn't connect, yep. and I canceled on you a couple <laughs> times. And, you know, I'll be honest, as a minister, and you get this too, Stephanie, um, you're a minister as well, but we'll have people reach out, right. and a lot of times it never comes to fruition. Right. Or a lot of times it's, hey, Pastor, I really need to meet with you, and you know, can you pay my water bill or can, can you right. help me in this way? Which that's fine. That's right. part of the deal. But rarely does <laughs> someone you don't know that reach out right. to you like that turn into what we have with Tobin. Exactly. They're really cool. Yeah. I think you friended me on Facebook and I didn't accept your friend request because I'm, I don't accept many friend requests. If I don't yep. know him, I didn't know you. I thought, who is this kid? How old are you? Uh, so I'll be 20. Uh, here pretty soon in a couple weeks yeah. yeah so and it really is a little unusual to have someone of your age that right. just shows up and says i'm here i want to start coming to church and sure. get involved yeah. and little did we know how much you are going to get involved <laughs> you do so much here yeah tech work and 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 music tell us about the instruments that you play Okay. <laughs> Can you? Do we have time to name? He, he plays like three. Is that right? Uh, Two or three times about four. I think. I'm just yeah, yeah. It's uh, okay. <laughs> so let's go down the list. So I play piano. I play bass. I play drums um, and guitar. And then outside of church, I'll play pedal steel guitar. I'll play banjo. I'll play mandolin sometimes. Um, I think that might be it. I don't know why you say outside of church, because well, I put you on several times, and you've turned me down to play the banjo or the steel guitar, but you, that's are, mostly, you do it on outside gigs. Yeah, mostly. those are instruments yeah. that most people don't consider fitting into right. worship music that we do on a typical Sunday. So what did you learn first? What was the first instrument? So the first instrument I ever touched was a mandolin, because huh. it was when I was four years old. Uh, it was the only instrument that was small enough right. for me to hold. Right. And it's kind of like a guitar, would you say, um, or not? Or? No, it's okay. really, it, the tuning is identical to a violin. Okay. But you don't play it with a bow. I mean, it's like uh, playing strumming. a guitar. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Which instrument do you think is the most difficult? Pedal steel guitar. Okay. So, and why is that? Is it because there's not like a specific note? You almost have to like feel it and hear it? So it's a very visual instrument. Okay. You don't have physical frets or anything like that. So uh -huh. you have to be very accurate in your ear and uh -huh. your eyesight. Uh -huh. um, it also involves both feet, both knees, and both hands. Wow. So not only do you have that visual aspect and that ear aspect, but you also have to train all of your limbs basically you know, to do all these different movements. So coordination is important yeah, with that. Very one. important. Similar to like an organ, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So in Danville, Illinois, I mean, <laughs> how many people can play the pedal steel guitar? Um, <laughs> within a 30 mile radius, I think I'm the only one. Yeah. So it's a small club. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. Where do you see yourself 20 years from now? I mean, we, that's important. We want to know where we, you see yourself next year. But <laughs> how about in 20 years? In 20 years, um, <laughs> it's hard to say because. You know, it's if hard you had, to say for any of us. Yeah, I if guess, you had but... asked me that a year ago, yeah. I would have said I would be touring with somebody. Right. Um, and, you know, that's still a good possibility. Sure. But I've learned pretty recently that, you know, God has a different plan for all of us and mm -hmm. we never really know where, where that's going to be. So, right, right. right. 
Well, I think it's awesome all that you do. Um, a, a funny moment when I think of Tobin is when I first learned that you did the steel guitar, I, I think I actually was here and you were playing the steel guitar, and I went up to you and I said something along the lines of, hey, man, do you think I could ever learn that? And he just kind of looked at me like, I'm not really sure how to answer that. But you were honest. You're like, no, yeah, you can't do that. So, well, if you had to give parents advice, which instrument would you say is best for a child to learn first? Um, it's it varies from child to child. Sure. Um, I really encourage all new musicians to study piano to some degree uh-huh. because I think piano opens up a world of music that doesn't get explored. Study outside it first, of. or study just it, study it. Period. Uh, study it. Period. Okay. Uh, you can you know you can play whatever instrument you want first, but I do think at some point. Studying piano is beneficial, and yeah. I think studying it at the beginning is mm-hmm. beneficial. So, mm-hmm. greatest life regret, Stephanie. Is it? I begged my mom to quit piano, Uh-oh. and finally, and she let you, huh? finally <laughs> in the seventh grade, she was just done with me, and she's like, "Fine." And it's the greatest mistake of my lifetime. Thankfully, quitting piano. my mother didn't let me yeah. quit when I begged. Did you want to quit? Of course, yeah. everybody wants to quit. Yeah, don't yeah. you think? I think everybody wants to quit lessons at some yeah. point. Like, I'm not, this isn't really for me. See, my problem, I didn't want to practice. So I didn't mind, like, the week in, week out lesson. Yeah. But if you don't practice, you're not going to get any better. And I wasn't getting any better. And it's a waste think, of money. I think that's what she finally was like. This yeah. isn't, uh, this isn't reaping what I thought it might. Right. So, right. yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So, hey, if you're out there and you have a seventh grade snot nosed kid that wants to quit, <laughs> don't let him quit. Make him practice. That's right. That's right. Do you give lessons of any kind? Um, I uh-huh. have in the past. Uh-huh. Um, uh, things are really busy right now, so it's just hard to fit it into my schedule. But any time that somebody comes up to me and asks me a question or, you know, wants lessons, I try to fit it in my schedule. Oh, very good. So you are connected to worship. Um, and, and, you know, I don't know a lot about the Nazarene theology, but mm-hmm. I think kind of a holiness theology, I think, yep. is kind of their staple. Um as you plug in and as you are in both venues, you're in Maine, you're in Next Gen, how important do you think the worship service week in, week out really is? What role do you see it playing in helping people grow in their faith? Um, I would say that we have a very equal importance between worship and teaching. Here. Okay which um, I don't see that happen in a lot of other churches, Nazarenes included. Um, usually teaching is highest priority. highest priority, and then the music just kind of gets thrown to the side. Okay. You know, it doesn't really matter how good it is or whatever. I don't see that happening here, though. Okay. I feel like we're all really good about, you know, expecting excellence from everything. One, one of the things she does, Stephanie, that I really appreciate is most weeks – You'll know ahead of time what I'm going to share on. And so, like, last week, you had songs that are reinforcing what you're studying, reinforcing. You know, we looked at Hebrews 12 and this idea of running the race and not losing heart and fixing your eyes on Jesus. And, man, I think that's really helpful. I think a lot of times people are blessed by it and they don't even know it. They don't even connect the dots right away, but they get home and, you know, they're eating their cheeseburger on Sunday night and it kind of comes to mind. Hey, you know, that song we sang following the message really fit right in with the message. Well, I mean, we're supposed to worship in spirit and in truth. So to me, I feel like you should have that the the feeling part that 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 moves you. But you also need to be using your brain when you worship and it should fit together. So, Yeah. yeah. Well, Tobin, thank you for all you do, my friend. Absolutely. We appreciate you. Can you hang with us for our final segment? Yep. All right. We will be right back. You're listening to Direct Line. It's Thursday, August 5th. Greg Taylor, Stephanie Spangler, Tobin Hess. 
Listen to these commercial messages. Lakewood Insurance Agency can fulfill your farm and business insurance needs. As a result of our expertise in the insurance industry, we carefully examine your current coverages and recommend options best for your operation. Whether we insure you domestically or directly with Lloyds of London, Lakewood has the experience to provide the best insurance for you. Service is most important in our agency. Bill and Mary Lou Knight and Justin Silver have your best interests at heart. Find Lakewood Insurance Agency on Facebook or call 217-260-5647. Robinson Chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care. Robinson Chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion. Plus, regular alignments just make you feel better. Come get acquainted today. Robinson Chiropractic is located at the corner of Vermillion and Poland Road in Danville, also in Hoopston, Westville, and Watsika. Make an appointment today at robchiro.com. That's R-O-B-C-H-I-R-O.com. Looking for a job that offers flexible hours, competitive pay, 401k options, and a few extra perks? This is Deanna Witzel from the Witzel Family McDonald's, and we are hiring. It's easy to apply. Stop by your local McDonald's restaurant or apply online at mchire.com today. This is Rob Witzel, Area Supervisor. We are hiring managers, custodians, and crew members at all locations in Covington, Danville, Oakwood, Hoopston, and Georgetown. Hourly pay for custodians and crew members is up to $13 an hour, and manager pay is up to $17 an hour. Just fill out the online application today at mchire.com or stop by any of our locations. This is Charlie Jeffers, Training Manager. As a member of the McDonald's team, you'll receive a competitive wage, a work schedule based on your availability, meal discounts, 401k options, and more. Open interviews are held every Monday from 3 to 5 p.m. Stop by any of our locations for hiring information in person or apply at mchire.com and your McDonald's opportunity can begin today. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. Greg Taylor, Stephanie Spangler, Tobin Hess is still with friend, us. Our weird friend, Tobin. You're a little odd, buddy. But isn't it weird <laughs> to think that a year ago at this time you didn't even know him? I know. Isn't that wild? It is. And now we're pretty darn good friends. Well, I think we are good friends. I don't know what you yeah, think, but yeah, I'd say we are. And so it's been a great show. You know, yeah. we visited with Bethany and mm-hmm. Casey and Emily from the mm-hmm. Women's Care Clinic. Mm-hmm. We learned a lot about Tobin. Uh, GLS is happening. That's right. You know, just a great time. And uh, again, it's not too late. I mean, even if you get the rest of Thursday and all of Friday, you'll they be just greatly blessed. Show up at the door and ask. Absolutely. They can buy a ticket yep. right at the door. Absolutely. Yeah, that's right. Come out yep. and see us. Yep. Good stuff. But hey, um, we have been doing the history page. Right. We, and so. You're cranky old man. We don't do I, yeah, that anymore. Now we know, do history. I, I offended a couple people. Oh, you did? I did. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. You know, I did that, that thing with that electronic. Uh, card at Walmart, you know, and I just, I, I, I just thought, you know, I'm going to, okay. I'm going to move on. Well, I really so, enjoyed Cranky yeah. Old Man. No, I know. But, okay, I'm, I know. I love yeah. history too. So, yeah. so anyway, okay. history page, yep. 220 years ago this week, Ooh, August 6, ago. 1801, Revival hits a Presbyterian camp in Cane Ridge, Kentucky. Now, I've been to Cane Ridge. Never heard of it. The Cane Ridge Meeting House. Stephanie, within a week, 25,000 people were attending these revival services. It was the largest and most famous camp meeting of the Second Great Awakening, and it's considered by many the birth of the Stone Campbell Movement. We are part of the Stone Campbell Movement at Second Church of Christ. Barton W. Stone is one of the founding fathers of that movement and goes back to Cane Ridge. So um, I just thought that was really cool that our roots, you know, took place 225, 220 years ago. I wonder in 1801, how did 25,000 people hear what was going on? Yeah, well, there was no sound system. Yeah, word spread. I mean, but when they were actually there, I know, were they not in, they were not all 25,000 in one. Talk loud. 
I guess. I guess, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That happened 220 years ago this week. What what do you have next for us? On August 4, 1964, 57 years ago, the bodies of three slain civil rights Mm. leaders were found in an earthen dam near Philadelphia, Mississippi. A six-week search uh, had been underway. Michael Schwerner, Andrew Goodman, and James Cheney had traveled to Mississippi to organize civil rights efforts before they were uh, murdered. And the movie, Mississippi Burning, tells the story of this dark blot in American history. You've seen the movie? I have never seen it. Seen the movie? I've never seen it. It is is seriously a movie everyone should see. Gene Hackman would kind of be the most famous person that's in it, and that's a Danville native of course but um yeah very Hmm. very sad reminder of evils in our past and uh i guess that's my recommendation of the week Mm. haven't seen the movie it's a hard movie to watch it really is Hmm. but um yeah that culminated 57 years ago this week and then 40 years ago this week on august 1st 1981 toby you weren't alive then were you i don't even know that my mom was alive Do do you know the phrase i want my mtv no. That used to be the, the commercial. You'd have this guy <laughs> jump on the screen. I want my MTV. The music television channel debuted. Wow. The very first music video, The Buggles, the song Video Killed the Radio Star. I don't know what that is. And I wasn't allowed to watch MTV. Yeah. But MTV kind of would be like the start of what YouTube is now, right? For right. videos. I mean, you know what YouTube is. Oh, but yeah. it was probably well, birthed out of MTV. Here's the thing. I wouldn't put MTV on my channel today because <laughs> they rarely show music videos. I mean, it shows and right. a lot of it. I just, man, I can't sign off yeah. on it all. Yeah. But I will tell you, as a 12-year-old, I was 12 years old when yeah. this happened. It was revolutionary, and uh, I would go to friends' houses. My parents didn't want me watching it either, and we'd just watch music videos for like an hour, two hours. It was crazy, and um, I think that's where my love of the late 70s and early 80s music probably came from. Back from those days. So, that about you. So anyway, 40 years ago this week. Very good. MTV. Very good. MTV. I yes. want my MTV. Okay. You should Google that and see what pops up. I'll have to look it up. You have to yeah. look it up. And so um, th- this week, Second Church, I want to pump it one more time. It's going to be a great Sunday. Uh, Ronaldo Hudson is going to be interviewed. And the Building Blocks documentary is going to be shown. And it's going to be one of those neat Sundays where we're all together. I love when we all come together. I, I think it's too. a good And I thing. don't think people realize how much is really going on at the prison. Right. People like Terry Goodwin, Dale Daniel are really, you know, pushing to get into the prison so they can make job. a difference. Yep. yep absolutely. Yeah. Well, hey, for my good news segment of the week, I've got to give a special shout out to my daughter and son-in-law, Jordan and Jacob Vangen. Mm-hmm. The car fiasco from vacation. <laughs> the car's fixed. Okay. But it was in Maine. Right. So how do I get it home? Well, my kids were flying to Indiana for a family reunion. Union, they said, Dad, we're going to not fly. We're going to drive Aww. the car, and you can come pick it up nice. tonight. So tonight, I get reunited with my Volkswagen Passat. Awesome. Yeah. It's going to feel good. So thank you, Jordan and Jacob Vangen. I Absolutely. love you very good much. kids. All right. Good. On behalf of Tobin Hess and Stephanie Spangler, this is Greg Taylor saying thank you for listening to Direct Line, and we will catch you next week. Have a great day.